Hello everybody, this is D Crow Chronicles and I'm your host, D Crow. And I'm with my wife, Jennifer, which aka Mama Jen. And we're here with another episode for you. And this time we're switching it up for you today. And this one is a topic on that my wife and I are so familiar with. People come to us and once they hear how many children we have, we have 19 children, as you know from our trailer, the first trailer that we put out for the podcast. Um, what is it like? The question is, what is it like to be the parents of 19 children? And on top of that, I must uh, say that it would have been 21, but my wife had two miscarriages. So, yeah, there's that. And so, therefore, yeah. So what is it like? What is it like? That is a jam-packed question. Of course, I'm not going to answer it totally in detail because we want our our listeners to ask us more detailed questions to what we're already answering. So I'm going to start by saying it's a blessing. Above anything, it's a blessing. Um, I love each and every one of our children as well as does my husband. Yes. And they are wonderful gifts from God. Um, I, I do want to share a couple of things that I keep in the forefront of my mind. And the hardest days ever is it, one is that behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. So Psalms 17, uh, Psalms, sorry, Psalms 127 verse 3. And so this is one that I, I hold close because... I really have been pregnant 21 times. Um, and our 15th pregnancy ended in a miscarriage. But we are blessed with our our 16th child, our 15th living one, um, lives for both. Because had I not had a miscarriage, um, I got pregnant again before the due date of the miscarried child. Now, the miscarriages happen so early on in pregnancy, we don't know if the baby was a boy or a girl but those were pretty hard times for us which we can talk about on another podcast but i will also say that since we homeschool it's it's a gift to get to teach our children and have a relationship with them like as their kids we have such this tight relationship with them and of course it comes with conflicts and and other things like that but above everything they are all still blessings um and the name of our homeschool is actually um from the bible proverbs 22 6 which says train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it and so we do our best to love our children and and discipline because when you when you love someone you're going to tell them hey don't run out in that street those cars are going fast um, I did have to scold one child one time for running out in the street, but in the area we live in, these cars go by so fast, not thinking twice that there's kids in the road. So um, they're accompanied when we go outside. We, we just do, we do a lot of things with them. Um, I'm sure there's so many more questions that could come behind that, but I don't want to make this too long. I just want to share a little, but I will say one statement I do tell the kids, and it's in a joking fashion because, you know, we really have... We're all a bunch of jokesters. I'll just say that. Each of us has our own weird way of making jokes. And one of them that I tell them is, I love all of you equally because you all drive me equally crazy. 
I'm not crazy though. I tell them that just jokingly um, because they all have different personalities. They all, they both come from us. Yes. They have similar, similar personalities with some of their other siblings, but each of them is very unique in the way that they have grown up and, and, and have become or gone to into whatever they're going into, whether it's in college or the military or um, the ones here that want to get into maybe fashion or communication or um, 3D imaging. Uh, they, they, there's a lot of different things as parents that we have to look at with each child. And so it, it is challenging excuse me, it is challenging at times, super challenging. But if I wrote out a list of the positives versus the negatives, my positives are going to way outweigh my negatives. And a lot of people don't take the time to really do that. Um, but I, I love all of our children. Our, our oldest is fixing to be 30 and our youngest is four. Whew. So now I will turn it over to see what my husband has to say. Well, first of all, I will say that <laughs> Uh, I appreciate everything my wife has said and I'm thinking she's sitting here saying all this stuff and I'm like wow that's a lot of stuff to cover and I'm like my brain doesn't function that fast (laughs) (laughs) but anyhow um, uh, with that I want to just say that you know my my children much like my wife yes you know um, we don't always see eye to eye we don't always get along but uh, that aside I don't want to spend time trying to speak on the negative side of our children because that's not what this is about this is about seeing the potential of our children which they are they're very capable they're smart individuals they have their own personalities their own special character they you know they have such a drive for the things that that they get motivated to do in their lives each and every one of them they're all unique and that's the beauty of having so many children and for me you know i i do my best to to try to encourage our children by you know sending them scriptures uh sending them quotes much like my wife i do the same i'll try to call them of course i'm not too good with that sometimes but for the most part you know uh i want to point them towards god because i've told my wife many times look you know look your father, your husband will fail you. And Psalm 118 verse 8 says, It's better to trust in the Lord and to put confidence in men. For men. And why? Because men will fail you. Your spouse will fail you. Children will fail you. And so my aim is to point them towards the right direction and to be that encouragement for them, to point them, to influence them, to walk uprightly to do good to serve others you know um to make them laugh you know joke around with them we we, you know we have some that come and visit and they joke around with me and i'm telling jokes with them and we laugh hard i mean we go to the restaurants and do the same thing we go out to eat and people looking at us crazy like hey what's going on over there how come they're having a party at that table or something (laughs) a happy family oh no they're too loud can you get those people to calm down over there at that table please (laughs) and we're just over there having a ball you know and that's the beauty of it i can't i can't get enough of my family my children who i adore so much who i love so much and before I turn it over to my wife again, I wanted to say that 
Like I've always told my children, you know, you there's nothing that you can do um, that to impress me. You don't have to impress me. You don't have to do anything for me to not to hate you. Or you know, that's a strong word. But still, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, it's a strong word, but that's never gonna come for me. You know, I, I'm not gonna hate you. I love you with all my heart. I pray for our children. Um, I have nothing but good intentions for them. Uh, hopes for them to be successful in everything that they do. And I'm always trying to get them to see that they are very strong individuals. And if they united as our children, there's power in that when we unite together. Even the Bible declares that. Jesus himself said, when two or more are gathered in my name, he's in our midst. And so with that being said, it's not the power of just family, but the power of God at work on our behalf to do good, to serve each other as well as our neighbors and influence our country, our city, our community, our nation. All right, I'll turn it to my wife now. And, and I can get all over the place, and I'm going to try not to because I want to comment on a couple of things he said. But for clarity, um, I met him when I was 14, and we have, we have been living together since a week after I turned 15. Um, and so our lives started really fast and quick. Um, and not our family didn't really support us a lot back then. I was told before before I left home I was living in a fantasy world and and you know not not to not to say anything about negative about my parents because they were doing what they knew how to do in their time and and I became the independent person I was at that age because of the life situation I was brought up in and I, I love I love my mother she she's awesome I mean she's she's still around my dad I, I still I miss him a lot he he passed away a few years back but for me what I enjoy about seeing my husband with our children um and they're all single births no twins no triplets you know we all single births okay <laughs> we'll just go back to that because that's one of the big questions we get asked a lot of questions but um I like that my husband tells our children they can be who they want to be. They can they can they can be a firefighter. They can go into the military. They can be officers. They can be whatever eat a writer. Whatever each of our children, because they like I said, they all have very different uh, uh, personalities and what they want to do in their lives. Some of it coordinates together, which is going to be great because maybe you know they'll be a family of actors or or you know illustrators or whatever comes across but they'll be working together in power but I really enjoy the fact that my husband tells them to do what they want to do Um, as an educator in higher education in the colleges I came across a lot of students that were first-year students and they were in programs because that's what their parents told them they had to be and they uh, we want our children to be able to choose what they want to be not what we want them to be and so we had our life as teenagers into adulthood, and and so we we encourage them to have their own. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot more I could say, but I could babble on for days. But I will say one thing: life is never boring. I I don't have one boring day in my life. 
because I have such a blessing of fulfillment <laughs> with my yeah, husband. Never a dull moment. Yes, yeah, never a dull moment. It's uh, that's a big quote that could come from me. It's never a dull moment here. No. Um, I play <laughs> around with my, my oldest son and tell him, hey, when are we going to write our own soap opera? Because when I was young, I didn't think so much drama could happen to one person, but 45 years old and I've seen a lot and lived through a lot. Oh, so. Yeah. Uh, no, and we'll have to address grandchildren at a time because we are grandparents as well. Oh, yeah. We have seven living grandchildren and there has been a stillborn from one child and there has been a couple of miscarriages from one child and another couple of miscarriages here and there from a couple of other children. So we all have worked through that, um, tried to work through that as a family for those that we could work through. Okay. Um, I wanted to go back to a thought that I had when you mentioned it about... Uh, telling the kids you know that they can do what they want and you know what i and i'm a i'm a firm believer i've always been this way and my wife can attest to this that you know if uh, i'm gonna go into something whatever that may be whatever that may be you know i i want to go into something any kind of occupation for that matter into something that i know that I will enjoy doing. And for the most part, the jobs that I've gotten over time, those are the ones that I really did like. And and I say the same for my kids, you know, if you know, over time when I've been in ministry and, you know, wrote books and uh, served my community to the best of my ability at different occupations and stuff like that. But it was always fun in those places that I did go to and I lasted there for a good you know, amount of time. And I say the same for our children, you know. Why go into something, or anybody, again, why go into something if uh, you're not going to be happy doing it? And so with that thought, I go back to what my wife was saying. Like, that is my thought always is in encouraging our children to do what they like. Back to that thought. It's not about, because our children, they're all special. They all have their talents, and if they find that ability and that talent that they are uh, seeing from other people, you know, that are observed, that people have told them, hey, you're good at this, you're good at that, or whatever, they can use that to their advantage for the, for the benefit of their families, for themselves, as well as their community and other people, and have influence and make a difference for good, you know, and displaying love and courage and community and peace amongst each other, which is, you know, when we look at the way things are in this day and age, there's so much going on in our country, in the world. We need love and that's the key. Yeah, we definitely need to feel that with, you know, with our parents or with our children or, or those super close to us. Cause you know, some people, their aunts and uncles are the ones that take care of them or their grandparents or, we understand there's different makes of families out there. Um, I do want to say this, uh, quote this this uh, scripture from Psalm 127, um, verse 4 and, and some of 5. It says, Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. Um, they shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Um, we have clout for each other. We back each other up. We, if, if one of our kids calls and we can help them, uh, we're, we're trying to help them, even though we still have 
you know, half, the other half here at home with us. So uh, there is a middle child. Uh, and so there's nine out and 10 in, but the one in is about to be 18. And so it's, it's, a, it's a different transition within our household. We live very differently than most people because we have such a wide range of children. And so we tell people now there's only 10 left, you know, people that know us well. And they're like, only 10. And they laugh, you know, because for us, that's like, wow, we always have had more. So we've even had grandkids stay here for a bit. Yeah. And so (laughs) that's I I, I was done because I could talk years about our children. Yeah. Watch out for a book one day. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I know she's serious. We're going to do that. Anyhow, uh, I was going to say that. That with our, you know, many people have also told us, hey, you ever thought of having a show? And well, this is the closest to a show to cover, you know, our family. I don't know about having a camera shoved in my face. I mean, I'm, yeah, we like. I'm not, I'm not saying I can't do that. It's just uh, I got to ease my way into that a little bit. So. <laughs> and students used to tell me uh, when I would talk about my family uh, while I was teaching at the, the college level, they were like, hey. And this was years ago. Hey, do a podcast. I'd, take tw- I'd, I'd pay 20 bucks to listen to you. And it's like, well, uh, thanks for the thought. And But for me, I just never really... We've even had, when I worked in the elementary, the the teachers and principals that were around, they were like, hey, when you're going to have... It was uh, one of the last three that we have. She, um, When she was being born, they wanted to get a newscast there. They knew people. And I was just like, I... I I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I. I just for me to have our personal. I'll tell people we like our personal life, and once you get big and famous, you know, it's hard to have that personal life. <laughs> we already have enough noise around us all the time. Extras not needed. <laughs> yes, you know. Yes, so is. before you ask us to have our own show, <laughs> yeah. just ask us questions here. For now, that's how you can learn about us. <laughs> how you can learn about our family right leave a voice message for us we'd love more questions that's why we didn't get too in depth and detail definitely and i was going to mention that too i'm glad you mentioned it my dear that you know we didn't want to cover too much to give y'all a reason to want to ask maybe poke and prod our brains and ask questions like hey you mentioned this can you expand a little bit more on that thought for us or for me so you know yeah, but above all, you know, we it's it's a little rough sometimes, you know, having all these children, but you know what? Again, we're grateful. We couldn't be any more blessed than we are already, and we're always uh looking to see what is in store and what our children will have uh, complete what they have completed over time in their lives and you know, to see their families grow and their achievements and just to look for the greatness for them you know Uh, yes we're the parents but you know we look for the next generation as well as our grandchildren to lift them up and make them uh, shine a little bit more than us as we just sit back in the background and watch them become someone great in our nation in our communities in their cities in our country Thank you again for tuning in to this episode of The Crow Chronicles. Um, this will be part one because I'm going to expand on that, on this. But from 
a child's perspective concerning that and so to prick at everybody's mind as well and get them to do the same and asking questions we want y'all to get a, hun- a little bit hungry for our podcast come on come on people get revved up and ask questions all right thank you have a good day enjoy the podcast bye-bye bye bye